Usually when people speak about breaks, that being the other see it as a threat or an opportunity. But the narrative is being determined by the origins of the people who are speaking about it. Bricks is all about resources. What is it that you bring to the table? You're probably asking me, Joy, about what are these countries known for? What do they bring to the table? The OGs, that would be the original five. Common interest, mutual support, a group. It's giving me friendship vibes, friendship circle, working towards one goal. Teamwork makes the dream work. Are they showing you flames? Or are they shining the light on your path when you go through the load shedding of life? Hey. Hi fam, I'm Joy and welcome to the Best Box Spot. This is where I discuss all things related to finances and our futures. How the way we think ultimately affects our financial decisions and determines mm-hmm, how we spend our money fam. We are going to be touching on the future part of that intro, okay? But first things first, disclaimer before I go anywhere. Please go and do your own research. This is my understanding of what went down at the Brick Series Summit or the, at the Brick's summit this is gonna be a series about that okay but please go and do your own research i will include a link of all the resources that i used in the description below well the majority because i used quite a few but please go and do your own research as i believe thank you danko okay guys so first things first the girl is super excited this is the first time i will be doing a podcast series or rather a series on this podcast there's too much to unpack in one episode. So I kind of broke it down into, I would say, four different episodes. The two you'll be seeing now and the other two, stay tuned. Like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button to make sure you get a notification of a new episode. Not only in the series, but also all the other juicy stuff that I've lined up, okay? So I'm going to be speaking about who is Bricks, did Bricks always with always in the background um why are those specific countries why did they decide to come together and sit around a poker table okay then also who are the new members why were they chosen and why did the others like get a left swipe <laughs> on the bricks app the bricks dating app so why did bricks start who are the people and what's the fuss are they a threat or an opportunity depending on who you're asking so and then ooh, before i forget did you know that there's a whole bricks youth council yes fam a whole bricks youth council back to this episode so bricks is actually an acronym for the following countries brazil russia india china and last but not least sunny or load shedding south africa so how did it actually start well i actually number one struggled to find anything on this because I wanted to get it from the horse's mouth and not from what other people say the origins were, okay? Put the BRICS India 2021 website. It actually stated the following, and I'll include it up in the screen. The leaders of BRIC back then without the S, countries met for the first time in St. Petersburg, Russia, and that was like in July 2006, and then shortly after in September of 2006, the group was formalized as BRIC. Now, it also said that after a series of high-level meetings, the first BRICS summer was actually held in Russia back in June 2009. Bear in mind, this was after the 2008 financial crash. How timely indeed. Then, BRIC group was actually renamed BRICS with an S after South Africa was accepted as a full member 
And this was back in like September 2010. I want to pause here. From the South African perspective, two things happened in 2010 that, for those who don't know, eh? number one, September 2010, this was after we hosted the FIFA World Cup, okay? Hashtag Vuzela. And then a second thing, this was basically part of the start of what we know now post Zondo Commission and all the other commission stuff that went down as well we know as the state capture era we didn't know we were captured at that point in time well some people might have known but basically that happened all before all of the interestingness happened per the Briggs website again it says that Briggs is an important grouping bringing together the major emerging emerging economies rather from the world and then it gives like very nice stats from like 2019 per the World Bank. It actually said that or comprising 41% of the world's population. That's a lot of people. Having 24% of the world GDP, that would be gross domestic product and over 16% share in the world trade. And then it says the following. BRICS countries have been the main engines of global growth over the years. The BRICS countries, the OGs. When I refer to the OGs, it's going to be Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. I'm saying OGs because there are new people coming, okay? Then, very interesting to note, and I wanted to highlight this for specific reasons, okay? For the BRICS 2023 website, it actually said that the relations between BRICS countries predate the 2001 Goldman Sachs report that popularized the acronym when discussing the return of BRIC countries as leaders of the global economy so that actually happened around about 2001 guys we are 22 years later okay then very interesting to note over 30 agreements and memoranda of understanding provide a legal foundation for cooperation in the areas as diverse as the there's a few things contingent reserve or contingent reserve arrangement Customs, tax, interbank cooperation, culture, science, technology, and innovation. Agricultural research, energy efficiency. My word, guys. Can, I mean, China recently said that they are going to help us with the load shedding issues. Let's hold them accountable. Any case, then competition, policy, and diplomatic academics. Yeah, or rather academies. Academics, but guys, you know the job. Anyways, imagine this. It's almost, at least again, my understanding, it's almost as if the middle management, the team players, the laborers that were out in the field decided to, you know, make their own unit or rather own union. They want to form their own union so that it can be for the benefit of those who are part of the union. That is kind of what I'm getting from this. Also, what is key about BRICS, it's all about what is it that you bring to the table? You as the country, what resources do you have that can benefit all of us that's in this group? Okay? And then here's another thing. One cannot come to this table empty-handed. How dare you be disrespectful and not bring a gift? A gift being the resources, the custom duties, uh, double tax agreements, quite favorable. Import duties, you know, being lower. Meaning, it's going to be cheaper for you to, like, export stuff to a BRICS country versus a non-BRICS country. Kind of getting what I'm saying? Either way, it's a very beneficial relationship between the countries and those trading within the BRICS 
community? I don't even know. I'm still trying to figure out what we call that. But when it comes to countries, usually countries are known for what it is that they're good at. Like, think of, how can I say this? If a country is able to produce wine, as an example, they can grow grapes, the climate, it's just everything. It's almost like everything that you need to make the best wine in the world is much easier for, say, South Africa because of the climate, because of the cost of making the wine, and then also because of the abundance of land and also the skills when it comes to wine farmers, etc. Because it's much easier to make wine and great wine, award-winning wine in South Africa, therefore, South Africa is probably going to be one of the world's leading exporters when it comes to wine. When you're good at something and it's cheaper for you, you're probably going to be able to outshine the competition by far because not only can you do it at scale, as in you can make a lot of it, produce a lot of it, you can also do so at a fraction of the cost that it could be for another country. So like I said, BRICS is all about resources. Now, it also depends on who's going to fund it. Sometimes there's certain people, they're like, I don't want to help you out anymore. You're always begging me to give you some money for something. I'm not going to do that anymore. So when that happened, they were like, ah, let's make some new friends. And the friends being the BRICS country. Having all these resources, wanting to expand it, not only for your current generation, but also for future generations, needs funding. Whenever there's development, someone needs to pay for it. Like, it's not going to be done for free. Like, someone needs to pay for it, okay? So, they actually, very interesting enough, started their own bank. That would be the New Development Bank. It was actually established way back in 2015. Now, per the website... The New Development Bank is a multilateral development bank aimed at mobilizing resources for infrastructure and sustainable development projects in BRICS and other EMDCs. I do want to take this moment to brag, you know, put on my colored excellence moment right here since it is Heritage Month in South Africa. In case you don't know, now you're going to know. Some of us, or rather contrary to popular belief, not all of us, only a few of us might be gangsters. Well, others might be operating at the highest of highs when it comes to global organizations making a meaningful impact. Yes, fam, it's not always that you would read up on these things in the media because that's just somehow, sometimes how we roll, okay? But in case you don't know, the chief financial officer, the treasurer, the one who says where the funds should go, who has the final say, ne? we got Trevor Manuel back in like what? That was like post-apartheid. And now we got Mr. Leslie Mazdor. Catch this. A UW's graduate. UWC, everyone out there. <laughs> a very well done to you. A massive bragging moment. It would be interesting. Maybe he does like, I don't know, a master class or a lecture. Like, they at UW's. Maybe a building. Maybe a building could be named after Mr. Leslie Mazdor. That is just an idea. But anyway... So, like I said earlier on, BRICS is all about resources. What is it that you bring to the table? Now, you're probably asking me, Joy, about what are these countries known for? What do they bring to the table? The OGs, that would be the original five. 
I'm going to start with South Africa and kind of like work my way backwards. So, SA, known for food and agriculture, especially export of your fruit, your veg, your wine. Hashtag Salenbosch, Franchuk, Paul, Durbanville, Constantia, Western Cape. Hey, hey. So, there's that fish, the best fish. And then some of it, like the Perlamun or Abalone, that gets like, I don't know, hijacked from the seas shipped off to asia but anyway that's the episode for another day so there is food agriculture we're also known for manufacturing especially cars ford actually um signed an agreement don't ask me who was who might be the department of trade and industry i'm not sure but it signed an agreement with south africa to manufacture ford vehicles it's actually based out in Swane, that would be in pretoria so there's that. Volkswagen has their own manufacturing plant out in Krebeja. Guys, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. My to excuse if I do butcher the pronunciation, but it's based out there. Then also, and sidebar, think of how that has an impact on electric vehicles that would be exported all the way from SA. Just saying, future episodes might be coming your way then. SA is known as one of the powerhouses when it comes to mining. Whether it is the skills set that comes to mining, because let's face it, not every single university in this whole world would have a faculty or anything that relates to mining, like mining engineering, the jewelry, or yeah, making jewelry, just anything specialized skills when it comes to mining. South Africa is known for it. Not to mention all of the mining houses having some type of representation or, yeah, all of them are basically an essay. Then there is China. Everything that you have in your house, everything that you wear probably is made from China or made in China. Even your Louis Vuitton or your Gucci. Yes, ma'am. Parts of it came from China. Then there's also the last two decades. This is our topic, depending on who you're speaking to, Okay. It's probably one of the largest investors on the African continent. Like, you'll probably be able to read up on all the investments that the Chinese government have been making across the whole continent over the last two decades. Go read up on it. Okay, so there's that. Then um, China, I think, is also one of the world's largest producers of microchips. Think of Huawei. All the like electronics, the cars, things that comes, your devices, whatever else, it comes from there. Then Brazil. In case you don't know, the chicken wing that you had this weekend might have come all the way shipped from Brazil. Yes, they are the world's largest exporter or producer of poultry products. They're also known for the soccer stars. I mean, guys, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Neymar, you name it. <laughs> I just had to. Anyway, they're also Latin America's largest oil producer and known as a mining company, another one or other country. So another mining country now, guys, there's a trend. We've got food, hashtag food security. And then we have some mining uh, industry, a sector, both that ain't going nowhere. Okay. For the International Fund of Agricultural Development, this was actually, I found this very interesting. Brazil is the fourth largest agricultural producing country in the world. The main producer of coffee, sugarcane, and citrus. And the second largest of soybean 
or the second largest soybean, beef and poultry producer, which I've said earlier on. India, think of telecommunications, financial services, then also a producer of electronic goods, agriculture and petroleum products. Does Tata come to mind? Think of cars. And then also steel, think of the OsloMetal group. Then Russia. How many of you guys drink vodka? Please do not let me know in the comment section below. But that actually comes all the way from Russia. Yes, they are one of the largest, I think, if not the largest producer of vodka. Russia is also known for its ex or being an exporter of crude oil, wheat, hashtag food prices going through the roof, metals, fertilizers, and very interesting, cobalt, which is used in rechargeable batteries, hashtag electric vehicles, the green just transition, sustainable. Yes, Russia kind of has a key ingredient in all of that. It's called cobalt. Natural gas. So this is very interesting because the EU kind of got a rude awakening, well, some of it, when it realized that they don't want anything to do with Russia as soon as that war started with a country called Ukraine, right? But then they realized that to kind of like do a reverse card, like a reverse UNO card on that decision, because most of the natural gas that they import comes from Russia. You can imagine how tricky that is because Russia was like, oh, you guys need us again mm, interesting so yes fam and you can ask your friends family who stays out in the eu in europe wherever around there food prices everything went through the roof because they need gas guys it's gonna be cold while i was doing my research on this certain terms kept on popping up and i was like why why these specific words? I'm sure out of all the words in the English dictionary, they could have used something else. But they chose these words. I wonder if there's a link. So the three words would be, or rather four, would be multilateralism, solidarity, and then emerging markets or emerging economies. Rather, the emerging part, okay? So multilateralism, per the UN's website, you guys can check it out yourself. But I do want to highlight two things. Number one, it's usually... Or it indicates a form of cooperation between at least three states. In this case, we have five states that have now recently, as of late, as of in, per August this year, 2023, have been extended to even more states, okay? But it's not only a numbers game. When it comes to multilateral or multilateralism, guys, it's a tongue twister. Anyway, it's based on founding principles such as consultation, inclusion, and solidarity. Solidarity means for Oxford languages on Google. Unity or agreement of feeling or action, especially among individuals with a common interest. Mutual support within a group. Very interesting. Common interest, mutual support, a group. It's giving me friendship vibes, friendship circle, close, intimate friendship circle, working towards one goal. Teamwork makes the dream work. I feel like that is also what BRICS is giving me. Emerging economies, very interesting. Per the IMF's website, that would be the International Monetary Fund. They actually have no formal definition. I was quite shocked. We're in 2023 and they say there's no formal definition of an emerging economy. Anyway, they did say that there's like a f uh, an approach as to how they define an emerging economy or market. Go check it out. 
But what was interesting was per the approach that they follow, the following countries actually falls within the emerging market category or group or both, if you want to call it that. It would be the BRICS countries, but then also the following newcomers, Argentina, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates or UAE. Very interesting to note. They also say that to identify an emerging market, they look at systematic presence, market access, and then income level. Very interesting how all these figures, all these stats are all like measured using US dollars, considering that, that there's this whole possible new currency between the BRICS countries. I know. I just I just thought it was interesting. Like I said, certain terms and things, Briggs is giving me all about friendship. Like, that's the, like a very random sidebar. But when I really thought of it, I was like, oh my word. This has to do with friendship. Who you do business with, who you become. Because here's the thing, Nate. If you want to do bus- business with someone, you first need to know and trust that person. You need to know what they bring to the table, how they do things. You need to know the blind spots but you also need to know what are the things the benefits so it's blind spots and benefits the dangers and the great things of doing business with certain people because once you are doing business with those people once you are connected with people you're also then associated with those in your friend circle remember that saying of like if you want to know someone's future you look at their current circle of friends that is basically I would say the main crux of that story. Now, when it comes to BRICS, stands for your brasa, your bros, your brothers, okay? Fun fact, interesting to note, all of the leaders up until this point have been male. I think Brazil actually had a female president at some stage, but I don't know if that was before, during the whole BRICS formation. I don't know, but there's that. Make sure you have the real ones. Are these friends of yours or the people that you call friends, do they teach you or encourage you to be independent, but also, I would say, not too independent in terms of making sure that you don't operate as an island. Because remember, when you are being isolated, it's much more difficult for you to then see your blind spots, to be able to see dangers and risks that are ahead. So make sure you have a very, like, I would say, a very wise counsel group of friends okay then are your traumas giving you confusion or clarity when it comes to you making life's decisions and then last but not least are they showing you flames or are they shining the light on your path when you go through the load shedding of life guys i can't with essay but anyway point is when it comes to breaks let just also just be a side lesson a side life lesson Take the summer to just assess your friends, who it is that you hang out with on the weekends. What are the conversations that you guys have? Are you pooling resources together? Do you, are you, ooh, ooh, this is another one. Do you have the confidence to be able to trust the people that you call friends to be able to pull resource to, resources together and steward it together? Or do you know straight off the bat, I ain't trusting these people like that. Like, there's no way. I would not trust them with my own current skill set, my own resources, let alone with my kids. I wouldn't even leave my kids there. 
I will say this. Bricks is all about longevity, beneficial relationships, not only for one generation, but for multiple generations. It's about not just one Premier League season, but it is about creating a Premier League. <laughs> if anything, we are seeing how this puzzle is kind of coming together because people are making a fuss about it. Why and who? Which brings me to my last point. This one, I might be still like, I don't know, roughing some feathers. I think that is the thing. But when it comes to bricks, okay, whether you are reading up on it on the news or wherever else or listening to it, ask yourself, what are the origins of said news outlet or podcast or, or the podcast presenters? I don't know if I mentioned this at the beginning, but I'm saying this whole episode, this whole series, I'm doing it from a young South African's perspective, okay? which might be very different to what it is that you see on the media or listen to on the media or whatever else. Usually when people speak about bricks, they view it the one or the other way. That being the other see it as a threat or an opportunity. But the narrative is being determined by the origins of the people who are speaking about it. Do you catch my drift? So the next time when you hear anything about bricks. Ask yourself, what are the origins of the people who are telling me this? Or the person behind this blog that I like saw? Or this podcast that I was listening to? And the same, like I said, I'm playing open cards. I'm South African, okay? So my perspective might be very different to what it is that you listen to or hear on like, you know, your international outlets. So my question is, in conclusion, is breaks an threat or an opportunity for some it's about the underdogs staying at under for others it's about the underdogs finally getting the trophy and winning the game not just the game or the whole championship but some getting the whole stadium and buying over the new team okay buying the team and getting new ownership i think was that chelsea or someone but someone got some new leadership now in the last two years. I think it was Chelsea. <laughs> like and subscribe so that you can get a notification of any new episodes. Do follow me on Instagram at BurstboxPod. Listen on your streaming platform of choice. Please go and share this episode with a friend. Let me know in the comment section below. What are your thoughts when it comes to breaks? Do you care? Are you like, what's with the fuss? Or are you just like, is this like another thing that I need to think of that's going to stress me out? Or could this lead to as having or expanding our opportunities when it comes to youth unemployment does this have an impact on the election stay tuned guys stay tuned and then last but not least have a joyous week bye